Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi! Hello! Welcome to another episode of Rachel Uncensored. I am here this episode with my girlfriend, Abby. Hello! You want to be Abby? It's me. Abby or Abigail? Either one. My full name is Abigail, but I will go by Abby or Abigail. A-B-B-I-E. No Y. Get the Y out of there. No Y and no E-Y either. It's just E-Y. A straight I-E. Oh, because there's people that go A-B-B-E-Y? Yes. I hate that there's so many spellings of names. Yeah, it can be confusing, especially as you're a child and you're sad that your name is not <laughs> spelled correctly. Is yours incorrectly spelled? No, it's just not the common. It's A-B-B-Y is common. Oh. But my parents wanted to go with more traditional, like it's Abigail. So the short for Abigail is Abby. Yeah. Spelled the way the mine is spelled. Oh. Wait, so there's people that are named Abby without it being Abigail? Yeah. I did not know that. I th- actually think that's the E-Y because I think A-B-B-Y is also Abigail. But I'm like, then why Why are you throwing a Y in there? <laughs> it's, like, it's like when when John can be either be with or without the H. Yeah. It confuses the shit out of well, me. Well, no, because that means that John, J-O-H-N, oh. is just John. But J-O-N is short for Jonathan. No. Yeah. But I know both a John, two, it's spelled both different ways that are short for Jonathan. My mind is blown. You're the only <laughs> Abby I've ever really actually cared about. Cared about. <laughs> <laughs> Been madly in love with and wanted to just be That's with fine. constantly. That's fine. No, I, I don't know another Abby in my life that has ever been in my life. Mm. Like it is a common yeah. name, but I've never been friends with someone. So I'd never care about the spelling of their names. Well. Anyway. Hi, Welcome. Um, so today we're just hanging out and I've decided that we're going to look at some, uh, on Reddit, just this like advice columns where people ask for advice. And then there was a few, am I the assholes that Joy and I didn't get to last time that I thought would be fun for us to get to. You down? Cool. Yeah. All right. I love Reddit. (laughs) All right. You know how to use Reddit. I don't know how to use Reddit. I will just ask a question on the internet and then afterwards ask, like put Reddit. Oh, like you go into Google? Yeah. I'll be like. For a lot of our Europe trip, I'll be like, what is the best pizza place in Rome? And then in parentheses, Reddit. And then she plans Google all our up. trips. I don't know how to do any of that. I just I read what other people say. I, I book the flights. That's the only thing I'm good at because I worked for Colleen. And that's what I did is I booked flights. Yeah. I like it because I show up and I'm like, all right, what are we doing? Let's go. <laughs> I have, a I have it all planned out. I eat delicious food and have fun. I don't care. All right. Hi, ready? Ready. I love you. Love you. All right. This is from the Reddit advice. It is titled, would it be weird to have period pads? So this, this person says, I, a 17-year-old male, 
am thinking of buying pads for periods for emergencies. Now, I do not have a girlfriend or any reason to buy them other than just for in case of emergencies. If I randomly hear a girl that needs one and can't find one, so I'll have like two in my bag at all times for the sake of having them because I know most girls have them and I think it would be nice for some guys to also have them. Would that be weird? Am I thinking right? Should I buy them? For the record, if I get them, I'd, I'll get a very general fit because everyone is different, you know? <laughs> I love this human being so much. Okay, let's just be clear. This guy is trying to get laid, correct? Well, he's a 17-year-old male, yes. Okay. Everyone is constantly trying to get laid. Who's not trying to get laid constantly? But I think he's going about it the right way. He No, like, yeah. I'm all about him. Yeah, I think... That's a great thing to do. I think, yes. What a user, I don't know. Oh, add gold. Dude, that's the way to do it. Understand women. Wait, he's 17. He's a How 17 How does he even know what periods are at 17? I know men that are like in their 20s that don't know anything about this periods. This is an advanced male. Yeah. So I, I feel like he, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing well for right. himself. Yeah. I mean, you could also, if you wanted to, have two pads and two tampons. Yeah, because women have preferences. They do. Wait, did he also say something about size? Yeah, because he said, I'm just going to get a general fit because I know all, wim- all a women. A general fit. That's just like a regular. Like, you know how like tampons. Yeah. Don't, I don't dabble in the pads much, but I know a lot about tampons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they well, they're very similar. Pads yeah. are like you can get a super pad. You can get a, a thin pad. Or, yeah. So they're like kind of the same. But they, who who raised this man? Because he's onto it. Yeah, I can't believe. And the fact that he's even asking, he's like going online to like ask. Pro- I'm hoping other women. Yeah, because he's like, like hey, I think this is the is right this, thing. Is this cool for me to do? He's already on the right path. He better get laid. Well, this when was this? Probably like four years ago. No, nah, I think this was pretty recent. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. These were all pretty recent. This like, is nice. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Yes, sir. I wish all men did that. I wish men weren't freaked out by periods. I wish that some women weren't freaked out by periods. There are women who yeah. are grossed out by it, too. Yeah. It's just, it's a part of the, the like, human body. That's the, what we do. Yeah. So why be grossed out about it? Like, we can't change it, so. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I've grown up with women around me, and everyone's always just been like, yeah, this period. Like, everyone's, like, the women have all very been open. You're the first one I've met that's just like, I don't know. I'm like, I have to change my flex in the shower, and you're like, go for it. Here, I'll pull it out for you. <laughs> you just pulled out my flex. Not only am I like, I told you I'm not grossed out about stuff, but also no. if you think about what people do to each other's bodies sexually, no. yeah, it's then not. what are we, what are we all freaked out about? There's like nothing to be scared about. No, you have made me, I would like you to know, you have made me very com- like more comfortable than I already was with my period. <laughs> She's doing eyes. But that is a big thing. Just having at least one person in your life, just like so comfortable with yeah. it. This guy is winning. I like him. Yes. Yes to him. Yes to him. All right. This one is titled, My Boyfriend Hates My Dildos. Please help. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is a sexual one. Okay. Is this a man talking no, or a, a woman? Fe- this okay. is a woman. She okay. goes, she said, my boyfriend of seven months just confronted me because he found two dildos and a vibrator inside a dresser drawer in my room. 
I almost started crying because I was so embarrassed. I've told him multiple times not to go through my things. He said that I'm selfish and disgusting for using sex toys and that I'm basically cheating on him. He said that I either have to throw them away or he's going to break up with me. What should I do? There's an update, but I want to get this full. Well, <laughs> okay. So top top thing is this man is insecure. Yes. For what reason? Yes. We don't know yet. We will delve into that this in a second. I, this is why but, I hate this because I can't ask questions. I want to ask so many questions. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, you, don't, you have no backstory. You don't know who the other person is. You, yeah. don't, you don't have enough information. But any man that is... Or any human. Any human that is threatened by sex toys. Because I know a lot of women who are also threatened by, like, yeah. gay women yeah. who get threatened by sex toys. Yeah, I feel like any, like, yeah, any human that is threatened by that kind of stuff is probably uncomfortable with their body and, I don't know, has been, like, told around at some point that those things are, I don't know, they... I don't know. Like they like I think men, uh, not women. Well, like I think it has been thought of that if you're not the the exact thing making the person come. Yeah. Then there's something wrong with your performance. Right. Which is not true. Like I think sex toys are there to enhance and help. Yeah. I like when I've seen I've seen like some TikToks where guys are like telling other guys like, hey, the vibrator that the sex toys are your teammate. Yes. They're not your opponent. Yes. And that is the key is it's, they're not working against you. They're working with you. Yeah. Because as a person, you can only do so much. Like you only have so many hands and fingers and a tongue and like dudes, if she has has a dildo when you're not around, like she's craving dick. Like, so I'm (laughs) no, that I'm saying like, cannot relate. (laughs) No, but like if she is using I uh, like a dildo when he is not around, that means like she clearly like likes that. And so he, like that I think is something that'll be like, yeah, like okay, she likes she likes dick. I don't use a dildo <laughs> when you're not around. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like it's a thing where it's like Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Like that's what she wants. So yeah. like that should be a thing. Be like, okay, so when I am around, she doesn't need that because I'm there. Yeah. And then with vibrators, that's ju- that is a teammate. That is fully a teammate. Yeah. Well, there's a whole other like aspect of just masturbation, which should be okay. Ma- masturbation and shouldn't cool be frowned upon. And shouldn't be frowned upon. But I, a lot again, a lot of people feel intimidated by if their partner is doing that because. For some reason, that translates to them not pleasing them yeah. fully. But there's some sometimes it's just like being by yourself is different. I haven't done. I haven't. Oh my gosh! I Whoa! I've literally not done anything. I, I haven't thought about, about all the people that are gonna watch this now. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? I didn't say anything. I haven't done that except for when I have a headache. I have done that twice. <laughs> that's a medical cure. That's a, yeah. That's fine. Not offended. Anyways, going off on a tangent. Um, no, but like no. Master, when your humans not around and you want to get off so i do know that it's very different of like sometimes it's just like it's different than like a moment with your partner versus like your body wants something you don't have fucking time you can do it yourself in 10 seconds yeah you can get it exactly done. exactly so maybe that's why it's it's sad that she felt like this we're going back to this woman this person yes um, she had you know a vibrator and dildo and stuff and that's sad for her that she had to feel embarrassed about that because I I think that feeds into like the shame of like society has against sex 
there's a lot of shame in sex in society like yeah yeah like you are supposed to be good at it but you're only supposed to have ever done it with like the person you're with at that moment like no one's ever supposed to have a sex history like everyone just gets mad at the fact that not everybody but like they're unhealthily like people get very jealous of the fact that that person's been with someone before yeah which is crazy or the fact that they do masturbate and like i think there's there is a lot of shame around masturbation i think i think it should it just matters like if you're communicating or not like well first of all if your sex life is is healthy with the person that you're with then that doesn't even become a thought in your mind you're not like what if they're if they're doing this by themselves then i feel (laughs) left out like no No. it's you are sad everyone's satisfied everyone's communicating like if that's something they want to do on their free time because they're bored or it has nothing to do with the fact that you're not making them happy and it's I, just yeah and i think that masturbation is good because people can explore their bodies and figure out what they want and what feels good so they can relay that to their partner exactly but i think a lot of men do not like that no, so yeah no correct because they feel i think I that's, think it's that's just, why but that's why that that dude was upset is because he, he feels, feels he like he's be being, he said, in, I think he said in, in the thing, or uh, she said that he was saying you're cheating, like you're cheating on me basically. But no. I think the difference is when men generally masturbate, they are watching porn. Yes. Not that that's wrong for whoever it is. Porn but can be very addictive. You have to be very careful with it. Right. That is what I've always said. Like, yeah. And if, because if, if you're watching porn and everyone in it is a willing participant and it is just paid sex workers who are very comfortable and whatever i don't think there's anything wrong with it it can be very addictive and it can lead to negative behaviors and negative um thoughts about sex right if you're not careful with it right yeah and i think that's why a man like this specific man is upset is because he is connecting the dots to her masturbating means that she's watching porn which she's watching other men and that yeah. is why that is okay. exactly why like thinking about other men doing this or that and that's why it's like cheating or whatever but the fact that she was like embarrassed and sad and she was a- she's asking about it like girl you did nothing wrong you can have all the dildos and vibrators have you your want toys. and ask him D- would you like to do this with me like yeah, that's hot would you like to yeah whatever i can't get too much into it <laughs> But you guys all know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Ask him, if, yeah, if he wants to explore it. Yeah, just the yeah, using a vibrator in in a I feel in a hetero relationship. I think is, a vibrator should be used in every scenario in which a girl's involved. Not every single time, but like it in a a gay or a hetero relationship where a girl's involved. I think a vibrator should. Uh, I think it can be very helpful in, in in a lot of scenarios. I don't think you'll ever find a girl that doesn't say yes to being asked if they would like a vibrator used in their sexual experience <laughs> you don't always need it Bam. <laughs> she dropped the bomb you don't always need it but that doesn't mean that like you always have to change you can't do the same fucking thing every single time during sex you gotta it's mix boring. things up that it's is gets boring. really fucking boring you have to switch things up you have to have other tools in your toolbox like yeah. You can have a hammer and it can get shit done a lot of the time, but sometimes you're going to need other tools to do things better or easier or with more finesse or more fun or more fun. Sometimes the hammer is not as fun to just nail in a nail with yeah, the well, hammer. You can you nail want- in a nail, but you can also screw in a screw. 
<laughs> you can also screw in a nail and hammer in a screw. You got it. You got a lot of power behind you. I don't well, know what we're saying. This anyways, is, this might be all cut I'm gonna out later. I'm going to read the update. I'm going to read the update. She said, this morning, my boyfriend called me around 8 a.m. and apologized for everything he said and promised that he would be better in the future. He cash apped me 70 bucks. I don't know why. Accept it. I cursed him out a bit and told him that he embarrassed me and really hurt my feelings. You should never be embarrassed. No one can make you feel embarrassed. So... You need to be proud, not proud, but just strong in your opinion about your toys and mm-hmm. not be shamed by them. No one can shame you for them. No, no. Uh, and that I want to take a break from the relationship now to think some things over. Did I make the right decision? Let me know. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be, he is it, like, I think a little immature and needs to grow as a human. And if you want to be with someone who's already have that shit figured out, that's on you. But that's just your personal preference. There's other things in the relationship that you've, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for you to take a break because of other things. The break is your decision, but do not be shamed for your sex toys. Yes. I was going to say though. also, I feel like it's not, that wasn't an isolated incident. Like no. she was like, oh, he, he found my stuff and now I'm breaking, I'm, we need a break. I, I'm sure there were other things that were happening in the relationship that made them her kind of realized that was probably the last straw, the cherry on top of her realizing, okay, maybe I need to take a break. But it doesn't matter. It's still big enough to be like questioning the person that you're with yes. and like, okay. Because well, she told this him not to a little go aggressive. Through. She said, don't go through my things. He crossed that boundary. Which, but also if you were like, never go through this drawer, I'd be like, why? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, and then also it sounds like he's got some jealousy and insecurity that he needs to work through on his own. And you might not be in the position emotionally uh, to deal with that. He might have just been jealous that you had the sex toys and he did not. Because men don't feel like they can buy those things. I just think that people need to just accept that it's not. A, there, it, is, it is just the society like makes fun of fetishes and they relate sex toys to fetishes, I think. Yeah. And I, I sex toys are literally made generally like. In society, they are made for women, but that is not true. Like they're they're help, they're marketed they're, they're marketed for women. They're they're pink. They're like sparkly. They're all these things. They're very feminine. There's a very feminine connotation to sex toys, um, and I think men don't understand that they're used. They're supposed to be universally used for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So. No man all is right. watching this that's going to be like, oh no. my gosh. My audience But is, all the girls are like, yes! My audience yes. is 12% men. And they're probably gay. <laughs> if you are a straight male and listening to this, I love you. I absolutely love you and love that you're open to all of this. And know that sex toys for the women are your friend and they're also for you. Because all of our, like, our friends, our female friends that are gay who have sex always like they're not just like her fingers are great they're like she's she popped out this like amazing strap on and fucking knew how to use it like exactly it is the toy like you being open and knowing how to get them to come whether with your own body or something else that is the goal getting them to come is the goal it doesn't matter how you do it that's the thing though it doesn't matter how you do it actually the more weird and like off like off the wall out of your head it is the cooler and more 
amazing it is. Yeah. And it's the more like, comfortable you, like, I never thought to do this. I never think, even thought of this. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're so experienced and comfortable with all this shit. Like you look cooler and more experienced. Yeah. You like, like pull up some like you pull out like some weird <laughs> thing. And you're like, watch. And then every everyone's happy. Everyone's very as happy. As in everyone rooms. is happy in the end. What's yeah. the problem? All right. Uh, before we move on to the next advice column. Let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor. 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 Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt, and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves layering tees, and their styles for everyone. I've been wearing skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering, and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims T-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this one is titled, we're shifting gears. We're shifting gears greatly, all right? Okay. This is... I have to shift gears. You have to sh- are you shifting? Oh, roll it out. Roll the neck out. Okay. okay. I cracked my neck a little bit. Stretch it. Deep breath. I'm ready. I... 19-year-old male. Am I a bad person for getting angry at my boyfriend, a 20-year-old male, when he gets sad? Okay. This is a very different thing. So, mm. this is obviously going to be They're both Okay, 19 and health. 20 years old. They're young. Mental health is involved. Probably a fresh relationship. Let's get it. Can we this. have Okay, we get, we have more Oh, that was there's just the more. title. I'm like, wait, I need more than that. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Continue. Okay. So, the title sounds bad, and it probably is, but am I going crazy? Me and my boyfriend got together four years ago. Okay, so this is an established relationship. And I realized after a few months, he's suffering from depression. Okay, the mental health thing has been acknowledged. They realize it's depression. It got so bad that I had to force him to get help. He hurt himself twice, and I just had to do something. He is happy that he got help, and I am happy too. However, however, after four years, my behavior has changed. 
When he got sad before, I always calmed him down, said that everything was going to be okay and that I'm here for him. Like, oh, after a whole day of activities that I had planned to keep him happy, he just suddenly said, wow, today sucked. I am so tired and hungry and I have to cook again. Or look at this huge pimple. Why am I so ugly? Or do you see how fat I am? Okay, you're trying to be, sorry, there's more, but you're trying to be his source of happiness and you cannot be. And Wait, I'm sorry. Did it say anything about medication in that? No. So this person clearly has depression, struggling from clinical depression, but they say that they got help. So maybe they have a therapist. Okay. But, okay, I'm going to keep reading. I have so many thoughts. Yes, I have so many thoughts and questions. Okay. All right. Um, That made me sad before, whenever they degraded themselves, but never angry up until now. This is a few weeks ago. uh, It started getting bad. I reacted to his sadness with anger. Every time he says he's fat, ugly, or that the current day sucked, I get angry when the reason he said he is sad is stupid when i apologize he says he can't even be sad anymore because i won't let him am i a bad person for losing losing my nerve after so many years you just don't have the i personally think you don't have the emotional capacity which isn't a fault of yours you have to deal with your own shit but sometimes if you're with someone who is constantly draining and isn't seeking more and more help or trying to better themselves like you can Try and be there for someone, but you can't be their therapist. And if they're not willing to change or they never grow, I think you have to sometimes move on. Like if you don't have that emotional capability to do so, which isn't a negative thing on them. Like that person, your boyfriend is clearly struggling with depression. Mm -hmm. And while they may have a therapist, they are still, that's just who they are. And you have to accept that. And you can't keep trying to change them or make them happier. You cannot be the source of someone's happiness. You can be a part of it. But if you're, if you're trying to be the sole source of it and they have, they have clinical depression, that is never going to end the how you want it to. This is a relationship I think you should probably step away from, or I would at least. If someone is, depre- after four years, still stug- struggling with depression and to the point where you just don't have the patience for it anymore... That's not anything negative on you and you're not giving up on them. You just are, you need to do this for yourself. Whereas they clearly aren't getting the help or even caring to put in the work for themselves and which is affecting the relationship. Yeah. You have to think like how, so for four years they have understood that they have this issue. Yeah. You both do. And they've sought help, but have they actually been doing this? Like, have they been taking the steps to heal and be a better person is a different story. Like you could go to therapy for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years and, you know, be going to therapy, but not actually doing the work. Do it. Going to therapy is not going to fix you. No, you have to go to therapy and then take the advice, do the work, yes. do the healing, do the processes. Like those things are like, it has to be on you. Like a therapist yeah. will not fix you. So if, and also it's just like, if that person, his boyfriend, is really struggling with depression, they do need medication. Yes. They and probably no need medication. That. And there's, that's okay. There's yeah. an imbalance. It's not, it's not their fault. But if for four years you're, you're really still feeling like your life is shit consistently, there is something else underlying. And so yes. it sometimes requires um, a medicinal 
Yes. And if you for so four for help, for yeah. four years you've been trying to make this person happy and you can't, you either need to accept that or move on. Because like Well, nobody can thrive in a relationship like that. Like no. Whoever that person is, the person that wrote this, you can that is not a happy relationship. No, there's for you. no re there's no way your needs are, be are being met. Right. And it, it's not a matter of well, you're just like not strong enough to be in that relationship. It's Nobody should be in a relationship like that. And both of you probably need to separate. Like that person is needing to do a lot of self work. Yes. And when you're in a relationship, sometimes it's hard to do that because yeah. you have the distraction of, well, this I'm with this person and they can, I, you kind of like lean on them a lot more than you need to. And it can be a, a big burden on the person that's in that relationship doing that. Yeah. Like you, like if you're the, like the, I don't want to say emotionally stable one, but if you're not the one suffering in that relationship, you feel you're like, okay, I have to be strong for them and you can't have any burdens of your own because if you do, then you can't be there for the other person. And it it's a major emotional toll. Like if you're with someone and something tragic happens in your lifetime and like in that, in that moment with them, like if something happens, obviously be there for them and be strong for them. And then it, it, it gradually gets better and you go back to like whatever normal is. But if someone is struggling with clinical depression that and for four years, I mean, your anger is valid. Your, your, your feelings are valid. I would also suggest you getting a therapist. Maybe they can explain this a little better. But I think that relationship I, has to be extremely draining for them. And it is okay to walk away. It's okay to be like, I need more and I clearly can't help. Well, it's interesting that the person writing this didn't ask. Yeah, like, should it? Should, should I walk away? They're just should saying, are it okay that I get angry? Yeah, which, yes. It is okay. The, the answer is yes, because you're a human. Yeah. And that is fucking frustrating. Feelings are valid there. That is horribly frustrating. Yes. I would never be able to deal with that. I I would be super resentful. Lucky and for you, struggling. I'm the happiest person on the planet. Yeah, well, we just wouldn't <laughs> have worked out. Like, that's the thing. Like, when, when things like that happen, that person has a big tolerance for being angry and yeah. maybe maybe you know with the person that wrote this like maybe they have a history of being an angry person and so they're they're used to tolerating things that just make them angry and that's okay because that's yeah. just life so maybe obviously they were just they were never angry they were just hopeful they're like oh they're dealing with this i can help maybe that was her thought process i can help and they're getting help so it's going to be better yeah and there was just this hope that kept bringing them like taking them forward. And then when nothing, nothing ever changed, even though they kept trying to help and the therapist maybe kept trying to help and nothing changed, mm -hmm. then you just got fed up, which is valid, which is very valid. Only two things should have happened after this has been written. Hmm. Uh, the person that needed therapy that's going through clinical depression has really done the work and is a, is a happier human. Or... This person that wrote this has left them. There are yeah. only two good options. Yeah. You need to set a boundary with with this kind of situation. A lot of people think that like they can't set boundaries when someone's going through something or is struggling with a disorder. A lot of people think like, well, I have to be understanding and like I have to compromise my own shit for them. You can always set a boundary because someone's going through something doesn't doesn't give them the right to treat you like shit. Because someone's going through something doesn't mean that they can't do a certain thing. They're going through something. So you have to understand that they will be sad or whatever. 
but you can still set a boundary. Like you can say, you cannot talk negatively about yourself around me. I can't handle it. Or when I have set a really great, if I've given you a really fun day, you can't dismiss it at the end of the day. Like you can set boundaries and if they cross those, it's over. And that is totally fine to do. A lot of people think they can't do that, but they're like, well, they're struggling. So like, I have to let them treat me like shit or I have to like, let them get away with stuff. No, no. I have been sad. I've been mad. I've been depressed. I've been all the things. And that has never given me an excuse to treat someone else negatively. Correct. Like. Or expect them to stay with you. No. Yeah. That's the other thing is, is the guilt trip of, I mean, there's, there are two different sides to this where like the people that on both sides should be validated for their feelings. Being depressed is really hard and it's understandable that the the people around you, you're going to hurt the most. And you want them to stay. Yeah. And of course, you don't want them to leave you. But on the other hand, the other people that are dealing with the people that are depressed, you do not have to stay solely because you feel like you owe them something. Yeah. Everyone has a right to their own happiness, Mm -hmm. their true self-happiness. Yes. And if someone else's energy, depression, like emotional struggles, mental illness is keeping you from that it, it just you you do have to understand boundaries and separate yourself from those types of situations yeah it's very very important because otherwise you're gonna you're going to get into a codependent relationship mm-hmm. where you feel like you owe the person who is depressed something and the depressed person feels like you can't abandon them yeah like and how it, dare very, you very negative how dare you leave me when i'm in this state correct and not saying like it's just everyone is valid in these moments like everyone's emotions are hard and it's okay that you feel these ways but always do what is best for you you have to be thinking of yourself always like it's just not in a selfish not in a selfish way in a this is better for me and for this person Mm -hmm. that i we are not in a codependent situation yeah so that's hard. That's really hard, though, because the people on both ends are going to feel a very strong way. Yes. But it's been four years of the same thing. Like, if it's just like a week of something, you'd be like, they're making me upset for a week. I need to do what's right for me and break up with them. That's a different thing. Yeah. But yeah. four years. This is a clear this person has been really um, just putting a lot of time into supporting their partner yeah and trying really hard yeah but everyone is just a human being and it's only you're gonna be worn down yes so no the answer is no you're not a bad person for feeling angry correct that is not all right all right uh we've been talking for 32 minutes already we haven't even got scratched the surface of the other shit that we have to talk about so one we're gonna check to see if we have another sponsor for today and then we're gonna move into a couple of am i the assholes that joy and i did not finish (gasps) i'm so excited sponsor 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 here's one that emily apparently is obsessed with also emily calls abby mom and constantly says smash whenever she sees her and it's my favorite thing in the world smash smash I am very smashable. You are extremely smashable. And I'm in constant I want to smash mode. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, you know. All right. Am I? <laughs> All right. Smell good. You smell oh, thank really you. good. 
I showered. I like the way your hair smells. I shampooed it. There you go. That's nice. All right. Uh, am I the asshole for not letting my husband bond with our unborn baby? I don't feel like I have the right to answer some of these questions. <laughs> okay. Let me read the rest. Oh There's gosh. a lot. There's a lot. I, a 26-year-old female, am five months pregnant with a baby boy. This is my first one with my husband, a male who is 31, and we're both excited to expand our family. Once my belly started showing, my husband started putting his hands on it constantly. The problem is that I have an anxiety disorder and don't like being touched, especially when it's sudden. He knows this, but it puts his hands on, on my belly randomly and refuses to remove it. When I asked, nope, if you have asked someone to remove your, their hands from your body, they must remove their hands yes. from your body. Yes, I already have an answer to this. This doesn't this matter. Debacle. It doesn't matter. That is your body. No one is allowed to touch it without your permission. I don't care if it's someone else's baby inside of you. He's like, but I jizzed inside of you, and that's part of me. You're allowed to okay? jizz if said so, but not put your hands on. That's part of me in there. All right. He does it all the time. Sometimes when I'm asleep, and also when we're with family, he'll put his hands on my belly. Even lifts my top. No, no. Every time I tell him to stop because it's uncomfortable, he tells me that it's his son, and he needs his bonding time. I I'm told you. I immediately know. He was like, I own that shit. No, I'm immediately. No, he does not own your body. He does not own your body. Last night was my final straw. We were out on the front porch with my friends and he pulled me from behind and wrapped both his arms around my belly. My friends were weirded out and I quietly whispered to him to let go. But he said, don't mind us, meaning him and his baby. We're just here bonding. I had to lash out and moved away from him while telling him to stop. He looked at me so confused then turned around and walked back inside, inside the house. He avoided talking to anyone for the rest of the gathering, then blew up at me and, and said, I shouldn't have done that. And he thought everything he did was completely normal. I told him I already expressed how uncomfortable I was. And he said he was my husband and that, he was meaning to bond with his son and not me and then told me to get over myself and stop acting like a sensitive little girl. I hate him. I, I hate, hate him. this man I hate so much. So much. He needs to. He stop should have just impregnated a goat, to be honest. honest. Yes. Yeah. He would have impregnated himself if he could. Yeah. Have. What the hell? I got mad and told him no, that he is no longer allowed to do it. And he got angry and said, that's not my call. Yes, it is. That's your body. It's your call. And I can't act selfish and prevent him from bonding with his son. When he... Is, no, fuck him. <sighs> he okay, went and... stop reading. Just stop reading. He went, But he went and vented to his mother. Stop reading. He went I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear any fucking more about this man. No, stop. Just stop reading. We're <laughs> I'm gonna, just going to say, now. fuck him. This person doesn't deserve to be written like read the rest of his story no, at he all is a piece of shit but it's the wife who is like yeah she's, writing this. she's writing this but so. no honey if you don't want someone touching your body even your fucking spouse then they but have they have a child already right Isn't well i said? think she she said this is her first child with him so i think she's already oh one. oh he's feeling a certain type of way he's he like is feeling a certain type, but finally my own dna it doesn't fucking matter if you one day said i'm not allowed to touch you anymore one that would shift our relationship, but I would not allow to be allowed to touch you anymore. It doesn't fucking matter. That is your body. Well, and that's not even what she said. 
Well, she it was said, just like, I don't please like. Please stop touching my belly in a way where I'm like an incubate to yeah, your but like, she also said, seed. Like, it's the sudden thing. Like he doesn't suddenly. She has an anxiety yeah. disorder where she doesn't like to suddenly be touched yeah. or like overwhelmed. So if he maybe if, like was sitting and he's like, hey, I'd really love to touch your stomach right now. Are you okay with that? Is a completely different thing than him just coming up and grabbing her. And then when she says stop, he goes, shh, 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 shh. This is just me and my son. <laughs> this this doesn't need to be talked about. This I'm, is I'm over stupid. this one, to be honest. No. All right. Anyways. All okay. right. I think I'm that's tired. the end. I'm ready to go. It's It's been 47 minutes. We're done. Perfect. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed Sorry also for having to listen to this. I enjoyed us. Well, yeah, we enjoy us, but, you know. <laughs> we always enjoy us. I love you, babe. Thanks for being here. Love you, babe. Uh, thanks for having me of course and uh we'll see you guys in two weeks for another uh well we won't i will for another rachel uncensored all right that's it bye bye thank you for listening to this episode of rachel uncensored the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Hey everyone, I'm Noah Daniels, one of the hosts of the Real Hauntings, Real Ghost Stories podcast, and I want to introduce you to the perfect podcast to get you through spooky season. Find out what happens when three skeptics who want to believe in the paranormal interview people about their horrifying experiences. Again, that's the Real Hauntings, Real Ghost Stories podcast. Now on to the trailer. I've been warned to not tell this story, but I think because of the way it ends, it's okay to tell this story. Because some people say that with certain entities to like speak of them or talk about them or in any way portray them as powerful will attract them to other people. The creepiest thing about it to me is a lot of times it would wait for me to notice it. It would just lay its arm out like this and then I'd be like, where is it? Where is it? And then I'd see it and then it would just slither back. Make sure you hear the rest of that episode. It's called Devin's Demons. Again, that's the Real Hauntings, Real Ghost Stories podcast available every Monday everywhere you can download podcasts.